Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Competitive Enablement Show on the Compete Network, powered by Clue, the podcast for product marketers and competitive professionals looking to give their companies a competitive advantage. I'm your host, Adam McQueen, and I'm joined by my partner in crime, producer Ben, for our fourth installment of the Compete Week replays. We have Pat Wall, the head of competitive intelligence at Imperva, and he shares how you can present a competitive strategy to leadership to get the all-important executive buy-in. Isn't that right, Ben? That's right, Adam. Uh, I thought about, when I think about Pat Wall, I think about his appearance on season two of the Competitive Enablement Show. And what he really drove home was that there are no silver bullets when it comes to compete. Um, And he expounded on that and kind of talked about how it's really about being realistic, being uh, clear in your goals uh, and setting those sort of like healthy professional boundaries that'll let you be better at your job. So he touches on that in this uh, in this session and a whole lot more. Pat's one of the best, a really good follow on LinkedIn too. Um, so give him a check, uh, give him a look give if you haven't already. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a funny thing. We talked to so many folks in Compete and I think that some of the best people when they're kicking off in Compete is doing and learning as you go. Don't get limited too much. But with that same point, there's there's kind of uh, two potential uh, obstacles that can happen with that is one, you say yes to too many things and now you're stretching a lot of directions and you really can't really show your work too much or your impact on the business because you've just said yes and you're beholden to a lot of other departments. And also beforehand, like you need to do that legwork to build the foundation. What is the goal of this compete program? And that's really what Pat talks about with this kind of setting up that strategy and presenting it in a clear way to executives. This is how we're going to be measured. These are our primary goals. A couple of the things he talks about is using data to justify what competitors they focus on. And so that's why I love that for anyone that's looking to either get leadership buy-in or rekindle leadership by and there's new leaders in your company and you need to kind of re-raise that awareness for your compete program this is the session for you so with that all said let's get into pat's session from compete week 2022 hi everyone well thanks for having me uh, my name is pat wall i'm the head of competitive intelligence at perva and i'm really excited to be here today um i'm excited to talk a little about how you present competitive strategy to your leadership team um, i'm even more excited that i'm on the get done day because literally that's what we're going to do. We're going to get done and we're going to talk about competition. Let's go. So you're probably asking like Pat, like designing a competitive strategy leadership. That makes sense, right? Like you just present it to leadership. There are, it is very basic, but there are some loopholes where, you know, I've done this a few times where I just want to make sure that everyone understands, you know, the best practices I've seen to show leadership what our competitive strategy is and how to actually be in front of uh, leadership. So today I'm going to talk about three things. I'm going to build, I'm going to talk about building that foundation of making sure that you're presenting with the right leadership. You understand um, why you're doing that. Then I'll talk a little bit about setting expectations, making sure that leadership understands the expectations of what you're capable of doing in the competitive program. Um, and then finally, I'm going to talk about, so you made these great relationships. You've set these expectations. Leadership is really excited about this. Like everything, you got to keep the momentum. You have to keep going. You have to follow down the line. You have to be there in front of uh, leadership and make sure that you're 
you're there because you have to remember leadership, they have a ton of information in front of them. You know, if it's the head of sales, they have to make sure they hit their number. They understand forecasting linearity. They have to worry about enablement. They have to worry about all these different pieces and competition is one slice of the pie, but it's not their whole pie. It's our whole pie. So we have to remember that, that, Hey, these, these leaders have a ton of information. And so you need to be that source to help them. So I'm always, when I always do a problem, I say, what, what, and who, who are our leadership stakeholders? Um, every company is different. So this is, this is not like every company needs to be this. This is what I've seen the past work for me and where it works now. Um, and who my leadership stakeholders are, are number one, the chief revenue officer, or the head of sales. This individual is always my primary uh, stakeholder because the main focus in competitive intelligence is really to help sales to be understand our competition and to be better enabled so that when they are in deals and they're having conversations and the competitors come up, they understand what to say and how to say it to direct the sale. And it's really important when you're building a competitive program to get the buy-in and the appreciation of the head of sales. This person's going to be really important to you because they're going to, they're going to disseminate a lot of information and they're going to make sure that all their VPs in their field understands the competition and understands it. Next, there's the CMO. And the CMO is somewhat, I like to call sometimes like the cheerleader of the organization. They're the ones projecting out the marketing strategy and the power of the product to the audience, right? They're the ones saying, Hey, this is the reason why you want to, you know, purchase your product. This is the, this is, this is how we're going to market you. This is how we're going to get your demand, your attention. And so the CMO, he or she really needs to understand how we differentiate and how our competitors are actually going to market and how they're presenting their products as well. So that they, so we can tweak it and make a difference. You know, there's, there's a lot of stats that I think one of them says 80% of all, all deals are sold before they even talk to a sales rep. A lot of that is because of marketing where they're pushing a lot of information out there and they're also gathering reviews and they're gathering intelligence. And as a competitive person, you need to make sure that the CMO understands that and understands where our competitors are leading in reviews, where our competitors are leading in <clears throat> the market or where they're having weaknesses that we can actually take advantage of them. And then finally, it's the head of product or the chief product officer. That individual is in charge of making sure the product and the strategy for your product is built, right? They're the ones saying, where are we going to go in three years and how do we build that? And competitive intelligence is so important in that because you're helping them understand, Hey, this is where the market is. This is how the market is going. And this is where we can, sh can show influence. Hey, the market's going this way. We need to be here or we're going to need leapfrog by product A or product B. And so it's really important to have a consistent message across these leaderships and make sure that when you do this consistent message, that all of them buy in on it. Um, earlier in my career, I, when I was sorry, I just went straight to CRO. I said, that's me, my person. I'm just going to talk to CRO. I'm going to make sales better. It wasn't even better because our product wasn't didn't have the competitive aspects and our marketing didn't have the competitive aspects. So you really need to make sure that across this board, you're having a, you're talking to all these different leaders. So you're probably asking, okay, like, so what do I talk about? Well, 
first thing I always like to talk about is, you know, what's our competitive strategy, right? Establishing that area, but also kind of talking what's making it on the boat and what's off the boat. And I, I use these examples of a ton more what's on the boat, on the boat. But the reason why I show this is because it's very important to have a consistency of say, hey, this is what we can do. And this is why we're doing it this way. So we're going to focus on our top five competitors because that's where 80% of our deals are. We're not going to focus on those 37 smaller competitors. We'll have information on them, but we're not going to push that out to the organization. We're also going to do value-based battle cards instead of product-focused battle cards like Harvey Ball analysis. We're going to show more value. And, we're, and you're establishing, hey, this is what our organization, our competitive organization can do for them. And this is really important because, again, early in my career... And this is why I'm helping people so that people don't fall into the same traps I have. Early in my career, I went to the head of sales and I'm like, all right, what, this is what we're going to do in this building. He goes, yeah, Pat, that's great. But can you add these two things? I said, sure, no problem. Then I went to the CMO. CMO said, Pat, this is great, but can you add these two things that were completely different than the CROs? And I said, yeah, sure, what's that? No problem. And then I went to the chief property officer and he's like, hey, can you add, add these three things? And I got back to my desk and I was like, I'm going to need a bigger boat. Like it was a, it was a problem because I, I over expanded myself and I didn't say, Hey, what's on the boat was off the boat. And so what happened, I had to do was I had to go back and I had to talk to each individual. I said, okay, what is the most critical for your organization? And you have to remember that when we talk about organization, we're talking about the entire organization because I'm also working with the head of sales, the CMO and the head of product. And the three of them were luckily enough. They're very, they're very in sync. We figured out, hey, this is what's going to be on the boat, and this is what's going to come down the road. But it's very important to make sure you establish those boundaries when you're when you're talking leadership. And so, when you're building that, what's on the boat, and you're building all that content, you need context, right? So one of the examples is I had up there was value-based battle cards. You know, if I was playing this leadership, I say, okay, so what is a value-based battle card? Pat, tell me what it is. And basically, it's, you know. What are the what are differentiators? Or what are the three things that we're going to clearly show value? Next, we're going to talk about what's where we're strong and where they're weak. Then we might talk about areas to avoid, you know, pit traps. We might talk about pricing analysis, maybe some ejection handling or trap setting questions for the competitors, and then maybe do a quick product analysis. Hey, this product versus this product, very quickly. And you might and you might say, well, Pat, that's a basic battle card, right? But you you need to get their feedback. You need to understand that this is what's going on. And you need to get the seller's feedback and insights, but also the leadership. Because when the leadership gives feedback and insights, they become a stakeholder as well. They say, hey, this isn't something I really want. This is something I really need. So they get it bought into the product the, as well. And so you're selling them. And we always say, like, you know, we're selling value when we sell products, when we're selling, right? In competitive intelligence, you're selling internally. You're selling your internal value on that. And you're selling that internal value to the leadership teams. So they say, yep, pass the guy that I can go to when I need something here, or, you know, we have this big problem. I'm going to, Pat can help solve that with the VP or the field. You're selling yourself and you're selling your organization, your team. And so it's really critical to get their feedback, and, but make sure that they're bought in and they have context in there as well. So you made this great leadership conversations. You built, you established, you know, your boundaries. Everyone's bought in. You're like, awesome. This is great. Cool. And then you just let it go. And I've done that before where you're like, oh, okay. And then I got busy and I went off and built it. And the leadership went off and did their thing. And they, they're like, oh, yeah, I talked to Pat two months ago. I'll talk to him again. You can't do that. 
You have to remember, we have so much information coming at us right now, especially, you know, after COVID, we're all, you know, remote. You got to keep up the cadence. So what I like to do is I like to do bi-weekly check-ins with leadership. I'll spend one week with talking to the CRO. I'll spend another week talking to the CPO. And it's really important because it really helps me to have those conversations to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. But more importantly, what's in your world? What do you need? How can I help you? And making sure that they understand that you're there to help them. And it's also great to have those bi-weekly leadership calls because I can see what the CRO is asking for and what the CPO is asking for and have those conversations and see what, are they in sync. And then that's really great when you're doing those bi-weekly conversations. But you also have to realize that, again, competitive intelligence is a very small bit of their massive pie. But there's a lot of stuff happening in the market. So you need to be the ones to alert them and hopefully the first. But you need to be able to send them, you know, slacks or emails. Hey, you know, there was a, you know, uh, one of our competitors just opened up a new headquarters in Japan. We might want to know about that. Or, you know, there's a new product release. Here's an analysis of this product. Give them little tidbits on the fly, and then they'll be they'll they'll see as much as they can and they'll understand. Hey, this is really important. I'm getting a lot of information from this area. So keep up the cadence because you build this really great relationship and you and you present this great area, but you gotta keep telling them, you gotta keep giving them information, you gotta be that internal sales. And then, you know, you build this great C C suite, you know, leadership presentation. You gave it to them. You're not done. You're just getting started. Now you got to follow a leader. Now you got to go present to the VP of sales or the VP of product and get their buy-in and get their analysis and get cadence with them so they understand, hey, this is another area because they're going to be talking to C-suite. And then you got to go further. You got to talk to the PMs of each individual product that you're ownership and have conversations with their needs. And then you may want to talk to regional leaders. Maybe, you know, the needs of EMEA and the needs of APAC are completely different with completely different competitors. So you get their buy-in. And then probably the most important buy-in, um, and I say this all the time, is the field. The actual ones on the on the ground, carrying the briefcases, going, doing the work. Those are very important. You need to understand what the field needs. Because guess what? If the field gets value from you, they're going to tell the regional leaders, which is going to go back all the way up to the VP of sales and the C-suite. So it's, it's, it's in your best interest as well to do that. So you have to make sure that there's a constant communication across the organization on what competitive intelligence is. <clears throat> now, this doesn't mean you have to go and, you know, have a bi-weekly meeting with every single sales rep, every single VP, every single regional leaders. What it means is you can have different areas. You can build different ways of doing this. You can build a SWAT team for competitors. You can build teams for regions. You can have cadences with your sales aim and organization. There's many different ways that you can get the word out about competitive intelligence and how we're doing. Um, to make that so it's always effective. So I know that was quick. I, I'm a very quick guy, but I want to just give some takeaways um, to wrap up. Number one thing, get your key leadership on board. If it's your CRO, your CMO, your CPO, it might be someone else in the organization too. Identify who those people are and get them on board and take their insights. Understand what they need and make them a part of, of the uh, strategy. You also need to set boundaries, share what Compete will do and won't be able to support. And that's really critical because too many times I've seen individuals in competition or in product marketing take on more than they can handle. And either two things happen, they burn out or they don't have the right analysis and it's not, it's gonna affect you. 
So always make sure you understand how you're going to support the organization and what you can support. And it's okay to say no. I know some everyone says, oh, well, we can't say no, we're competing. It's okay to say no, we can't get to that right now because we have these other areas that we chose to do and we got leadership buying on that. And so now you have area of that nature. And then also just keep a cadence, be out there, have conversations with leadership, keep giving them information, help them out. You're that small piece of pie and it's your entire pie, but make that grow that pie and make it so that they understand it and then help their peers, help their, you know, VP of sales, their regional leaders, their field. It will come back in 10 times the returns. So I want to thank you so much for having me. Um, this has been great. Um, I love I love being here on Repeat Week. Um, if you need anything from me, please reach out, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm here. I love helping, mentoring other individuals in the competition. Um, and I'd love to right now open it up for any uh, questions or answers.